Hello, friends. Welcome to episode nine of the Speak Out podcast, a podcast about all things mental health and Jesus. My name's Lauren Wilson. I'm the founder and president of Speak Out PDX, a nonprofit located in Portland, Oregon. If you are brand new to listening or you've been listening with us since the beginning, we're so glad you're here and part of the Speak Out family. We invite you to be exactly who you are, to be seen, heard, and loved. To be brave enough to get curious about what sits below the surface, to let down your guard just a little, to dismantle the armor that we have built around our hearts and minds, to allow yourself space to pay attention to your body, your mind, and your soul. This is a place to allow yourself to change your narrative, to learn tools to help you to live a healthy, balanced life, to seek Jesus and rest in his tender, loving arms. This is a place to ask questions, to feel like you don't have to perform, but to just listen and learn who you are and what Jesus is calling you to. My husband and I are currently sitting in a cabin at the base of Mount Hood for a short weekend getaway. It's tucked back in the forest, quiet and cozy. It's a cute 1925 log log cabin with a little loft. We currently have the fire going, a charcuterie board sitting next to us on the table. We're here to get away and recenter ourselves, our marriage, our souls, and our rhythms. This past month has been a lot for us. There's been a lot of personal growth and discovery, a lot of change in work schedules and routines. This weekend was set aside for a big reset, and I'm so glad we came up here to get away for a few days. There's something so familiar about these forests and the quietness of this cabin. We're both from small towns in the Willamette Valley, and Oregon forests have always been a place of healing and rest for both of us. It's a place we get to feel free, breathe the fresh air, and feel like we're the only ones around for miles on end. It's a place where I feel the Holy Spirit is always present, where I get to connect with creation and feel like being part of something much greater than what's happening on this earth. This weekend has also been a good reminder of the importance of prioritizing self-care in many getaways. Our mentors, Gerald and Jenny Griffin, a while back told us that we should always do four types of dating and prioritizing vacations. And I want to explain them to you because I think there's a really beautiful parallel of that and self-care. They explained first was a quick five-minute daily check-in. It can be a walk around the block or just a cup of coffee on the porch. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but an intentional five minutes each morning to check in with your partner. It should be a time of hearing about the other person's day. What do they have planned? How are they mentally? If there's any stressors that they're facing. They then explained the second was a weekly date night, a space to connect and focus only on the other person, to romance them, get to know them for here and now. What do you love about them now? What passions do they hold? What are their priorities? What makes them light up? What stressors are they facing? And what personal goals do they hold for themselves in the future? The third was to get away for a quarterly weekend, and this is what we're currently doing. We haven't been very good about this, honestly, and due to the crazy work schedule this past season and a majority of our year being in lockdown, we really haven't had the freedom or the finances to get away but we are currently trying to do better at this. A few days away is in someone else's cabin for a quick recenter, 
And we honestly just booked another one too in a few months to hold a writing retreat for Speak Out and their future planning and dreaming of what happens in the next year. And then lastly, they challenge us to get away for a longer week-long vacation once a year. Go to a destination, explore a new city, go to a different country, stay a little longer and enjoy yourselves for at least a week. We've been pondering and planning what each of our vacations will look like this coming year. And it really has me thinking a lot. There is such a parallel to this and our positive mental health. First, what are you going to do daily to check in with yourself? Just five minutes. Journal, think, listen. What is your mind telling you? How are you mentally? Are you anxious, depressed, suicidal? Are you currently working through trauma? Where are you at? I always try to use numbers to scale this. One being happy, 10 being the most stressed or anxious, depressed you've been. Create your own scale and then write it down. When I used to journal every day, I would write down a number at the top of the page and it helped me keep track of my mental state. Just as a quick reference for whether or not I was doing a little bit better or a little bit worse. The second, would be a weekly self-care day or date night for yourself. And I think it can look a lot of different ways, but what are you doing to prioritize your mental health? Do you need to spend some time just de-stressing, going on a run, coloring, listening to some music? Maybe you need to dance, scream, or run. I think it's important to ask you some similar questions that you would ask a partner on a date. What do you love about yourself? What passions do you have? What are your priorities? What makes you light up? What stresses are you facing? And what personal goals do you have? A weekly self-care check-in can also change during the season. So hold loosely your your plan and be willing to give yourself what you need. Currently, with all of the stress, I really have loved having an extra hour to clean the house. So I prioritize that. I'll clean the whole upstairs and then just sit, breathe, get a cup of coffee and snuggle with the dogs as I watch all of my indoor house plants grow and the sun come in from the window. Self-care can look a lot of different ways. For my husband, it's riding a bike around town. For me, it's going on a scenic drive. But allow space to find what you need each week to allow your body, your mind, and your soul to speak to you and prioritize it like you would a date night with your partner. Think about what you need and give it to yourself. The third would be a quarterly getaway. And I don't think much needs to change for this. If you're single, married, or dating someone, I think prioritizing getting out of town can do a lot of good for our mental health as well as our relationships. I know even a few nights here in the woods has been amazing for my husband and I. We pack good food, I mean really good food, steaks, charcuterie boards, coffee, wine, and all of our favorite junk food. And we try to eat pretty healthy at home, but we always splurge when we go away. We treat ourselves with all of the best that we want. And if you can't afford staying somewhere, even for every few months, then I'd really encourage you to just get out of town for a full day. Wake up early, drive to the coast, go to the mountains, just breathe in some fresh air. 
I think there's something really magical I feel when I get out of town. It's a lightness I feel in my soul. It feels like life is going slower. I don't have to worry about traffic or the long list of things I need to do around the house. I get to only focus on my, my own health, my own agenda for the day, and exploring this place I'm in. Today, we hiked to Trillium Lake for a few hours, and man, breathing in the fresh, crisp air was exactly what my soul needed. The crunch beneath our feet as we stepped on ice-covered ground, the beauty of the forest, fallen trees, and new growth growing around them. It always reminds me of how even when we feel lost, discouraged, and hopeless, there's always room for new growth, for new life to take form, and a space of healing. If I'm being really honest, when I was bipolar, I really loved going to the forest. Not because it got me out of bed, but because it, I really felt like I was understood by the forest. I was able to see this parallel between my experience and the world around me. And it helped me put my experience into a picture. See, when I was bipolar and riddled with anxiety, I always felt this battle between the darkness I felt in my soul, the discouragement of anxiety, the hopelessness of suicide, and the darkness of depression and then also the light and hope I felt through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. When I would rock around, walk around the forest, I saw these two p parallels all over the place. Sunbeams peeking through the trees and the shadows from those same trees also being created. The death of a fallen tree and the coldness of the forest ground, all while new growth and new life from those same places were forming. Honestly, my favorite thing to see is ferns, ferns reclaiming fallen trees, new life from the ashes of another. And I think our mental illness can feel very similar. What we experience in the midst of mental illness can create the breeding ground for empathy, love, and compassion towards others. If not for our own dark places, I don't think we'd be able to have such deep compassion and hope for ourselves and others. We wouldn't have the same capacity to hold another experience. And it's from these dark places that we get to experience more grace, a deeper love, and a gr greater compassion for others. It's from the dark places that we really experience the goodness of God. I think it's from those dark places that we connect most to our need for a Savior. We're desperate for hope, and that's exactly where God meets us. The most holy places I've ever stood have always been some of the most painful. And it's oftentimes after the fact that I'm able to see God with me through it in the midst. And the last one is a yearly getaway. It's about once a year that I really need a good reset. I need to step away and really just not focus on tasks to get done or the stresses of a job or the worries of this world. Turn off your phone. Don't check social media or the news. Don't check work emails or contact your employer. Just rest breathe, eat, and enjoy life. If you're currently thinking to yourself, well, I don't have money to get away once a year or even quarterly vacations, I would really encourage you to get creative, grab some friends, share gas, go to the coast or even a park, get away from your normal neighborhood or city, pack a lunch if you need to. There's a lot of ways to make a little getaway very, very cheap. And if you still don't think it's feasible, then ask yourself what you can do to make it possible to care for your mental health within your own means. Buy yourself an adult coloring book or some new paints. Commit to running more, biking more. 
commit to eating healthy and sleeping an appropriate amount of hours each night. Maybe there's a favorite park you'd like to walk around or a local hike that allows you to feel like you're out of the city. Your mental health should always be a priority and self-care can be a good way to check in with how your mental health is doing. I challenge you to think about how you can care for yourself daily, weekly, quarterly, and yearly. You deserve to prioritize yourself and you need to take care of yourself, your mind, your body, and your soul. Are you doing that well, or do you need to change some things to care for yourself better? I'll leave you with this quote, and I think it sums it up really well. Eleanor Brown is a motivational speaker and focuses a lot on self-care and prioritizing our own self. She says this, By making time for your self-care, you prepare yourself to be your best so that you can share your gifts with the world. Rest and self-care are so important. When you take time to replenish your soul, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. Self-care isn't selfish. You can't serve from an empty vessel. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you're brand new to listening, I hope you find this to be a place of safety, love, and acceptance. We're a local Portland nonprofit who aims to equip churches and individuals with a better understanding of mental illness and tools to combat it. And if this has been a place of healing and growth for you, we would love nothing more than for you to write a review on Apple Podcasts for us or post about us on your social media. We really could not do this without you. We are so thankful for this little Speak Out family that's growing. <laughs>